Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. I'm Rachel True. And I'm Trent Venegas. And you're listening to Quoting Gene Roddenberry. The 100-day podcast that celebrates what would have been the 100th birthday of the man that created Star Trek. Each day between now and the end of our podcast, August 19th, one of Star Trek's biggest icons, or celebrity fans, or both, will be quoting Gene Roddenberry. Then we're going to take a deep dive into why we think this sci-fi legend still has a lot to say to the world. Today's quote is read by actor and Star Trek The Next Generation guest star, Saul Rubinick. Have a certain pride in yourself. You probably won't be surprised at what you're capable of. I think the quote is probably, have a certain pride in yourself and you probably will be surprised at what you're capable of. Maybe I should do this two ways. Have a certain pride in yourself, you probably will be surprised at what you are capable of. Don't be judgmental about yourself. Here's version two of that. Have a certain pride in yourself. You probably won't be surprised at what you're capable of. And don't be judgmental about yourself. Welcome back to Quoting Gene Roddenberry. And that's another Warehouse 13 person giving a great reading of a quote. (laughs) I love how much Saul parsed that quote. And I want to throw this one right away to our fabulous guest all week, Sharon, because she's a journalist. She's on air in Houston, as well as being a blogger and a podcaster and all these other fabulous. She's a renaissance woman, basically. So, But she's also a journalist, and journalists are very under fire right now. Mm -hmm. So so. this quote kind of remind you don't know it made me think about it in a certain sense because per this quote have a certain pride in what you're doing right and what you're capable of and don't be judgmental about yourself or or at least i would imagine as a journalist how do you feel about the judgments of others on the heads of journalists right now well it's it's difficult i'll be one of the first to admit it and i'm not going to be the last it is very hard because we our main job is to help disseminate information and get you the information that's going to help you make decisions in your life and we have access to so many people, whether it's in government, uh, city, national, federal, all of that. And our job is just to give you the information and help you to not help you or tell you what to say, but help you decide. The problem is, is that if people don't like the information, they automatically start targeting us and thinking that we're lying, that we're not telling the truth, that we have an agenda, that we are leaning one way or another. And that makes it even more difficult But I go back to my head and I remind myself why I got into this business first and foremost. One, I love to write, but I also love to get information. I'm nosy as all get out, so it's perfect for my job. (laughs) But I wanted to be the first to learn about things because I'm a lifelong learner and I don't judge myself too harshly anymore. As a child and growing up, yeah, we always do. And being a, a newbie journalist, I did, but I've been in this business for over 20 years now. I mean, I look at because my DNA is good and I use moisturizer. <laughs> but, uh, but being serious here, 
I remind myself that, yes, I'm always being judged. I'm all people will look at me based on what I look like, how much makeup I have on, what I'm wearing, what I, my content is. But ultimately, I have to remind myself that I have to believe that what I'm doing is going to help somebody in the long run. So I go back to this whole quote and the judgment about being harsh on me. I agree with them. Don't be so hard. Don't be, don't beat yourself up over what other people say and don't judge yourself so harshly because when you do it, it makes you feel bad about yourself and we need to change the narrative. Don't be bad, lift yourself up. And when things get bad, continue to lift yourself up. And it reminds me of something, Rachel, you remember, you may remember this. Anybody remember the movie, The Wiz? And mm -hmm. Lena Horne at the very end, well, Diana Ross sang the song too, but Lena Horne sang, believe in yourself as I believe in you. So I have to remind myself to believe in myself because even if no one else does and I do, I'm going to be okay. And that's what this quote helps to remind me. Don't judge harshly because you're going to be okay. Trent, you must have experienced this when you were, you know, coming up with your blog, right? 100%. Yeah. So, you know, I was one of the early bloggers. I mean, not the only one, but I was at the, the, the beginning of all of that. And while overwhelmingly the feedback was really positive, a lot of really great feedback from readers and from, from everyone, I would sometimes hear, you know, who are you? You're not a journalist. You're not a, you're not a writer, all, all of these negative things. And, and I kind of internalized that uh, somewhat. I think that's the, can the, my, the Zodiac cancer in me that I was like, maybe, you know, what am I really doing? You know, I, I spent a few years before uh, I started blogging as a teacher and that is real important work. Teaching is real important work. And I found that blogging back in the early 2000s was very lucrative. I mean, I was making really good money, more than teachers make. And I had this kind of guilt about, you know, you know, what am I doing? Like, is this really what I should be doing? But then over time, I came to realize that, you know, it was the end of the, the Bush administration. So, you know, there was not a lot of really great things in the news, not that there's great things on the news these days. But um, I, I got a lot of really positive feedback that what I was putting out, I, I it was a pop culture blog, but I definitely worked toward making it positive and fun. I was never making fun of people, nor was I drawing, you know, nasty words on people's faces like some other bloggers did. Um, and I was, I was hearing from people that my site was something that they could share with me, that they could share in, that they enjoyed, that made them happy. And then I heard from other readers who were, you know, in remote parts of this country who you know, didn't really have any gay friends and they saw me as a, a gay friend or the first gay person that they knew. And that really showed me that there was value in what I was doing more than I was giving myself credit for. So even if, uh, you know, we are engaged in something that is, you know, exercising the pleasure principle in us or something that we feel is frivolous, if we put our heart and soul into it, if it's something that brings us pleasure and, it makes us happy to share with people. I have to believe that that resonates with people and they can feel that. And anything that you can put out positive in this world, I think is worth doing. And, and releasing the judgment and shame, yeah. which mm -hmm. we've talked about a bunch this week, right? I think is super important for all of us. And everyone has to get there at their own rate, whether right. it is in therapy or with your pastor 
or a preacher or your friends or a tarot deck. I don't care. Whatever it is, utilize it to access yourself for some of these concepts that we've been talking about. I want to talk with Sharon a second more about journalism because mm-hmm. because when I was in school, I was a journalism major for a little while, by the way. Right? Yeah. I loved writing. I loved all that until I realized the typing was going to kill me. But one of the class... <laughs> I'm serious. And then I was like, oh, I want to act. Um, but one of the one of the classes I took was by, do you know the uh, Edwin Diamond? He wrote a book called The Spot, which was about the Daisy Spot, mm-hmm. which was a commercial, basically, back in the day, a political spot, a commercial. And it was the Daisy Spot was basically all these kids playing and saying, if you don't vote this certain way, an atomic bomb will go off and everyone will be dead. And then it had skeletons of little children. It was very <laughs> vicious commercial, especially for that time. We're not talking mm-hmm. about now with torture mm-hmm. porn. We're saying way back then it was a much more genteel TV landscape. But so when I saw that and, and you know, it was in that class, it made me think a lot about the responsibility journalism has journalists have because ultimately everything is manipulating everything. Everything's wagging the dog, right? That spot was there to put fear into them. Most certainly. So that they would vote a certain way. We've come a long way since then, but we are still using psychological tactics on each other. <laughs> uh, but, but anyway, let's pivot a little, Trent, back to this quote, which is have a certain pride in yourself. You probably won't or will be surprised at what right. you're capable of and don't be judgmental about yourself. I like this read the, I think the way it's written because I agree with Roddenberry, have a certain pride in yourself. You probably won't be surprised. Mm-hmm. I'm not surprised when I do something fabulous. I'm like, Oh, I didn't know I had it in me, mm-hmm. but I'm not that surprised that I could pull it out of me right. to be honest. Uh, so I like the first reading, but the second one is the same way. Have a certain pride in yourself. You will be Surprise. We all, on a daily basis, rise up and surprise ourselves mm-hmm. with our strength, mm-hmm. don't you think? Yeah, yeah. And the theme of self-love here is important because it's not always easy for people. Uh, it, it, sometimes it's easier for people to, you know, prop up uh, their friends or their family and, and not save that for themselves. And I think it's really important that Jean's reminding us with this quote that to not be judgmental about yourself, because we can be really harsh on ourselves. That's not across the board. Some people love to prop themselves up a lot. But, you know, I, I think more often than not, you know, w- when we're by ourselves with our thoughts, I think it's hard for us to give ourselves credit for the things that we've endured or the things that we've accomplished. Uh, some people don't love patting themselves on the back so much. Some people do. Um, but I think it's important because Gene uh, is very clearly making this uh, statement and of all of the wonderful optimistic quotes that he's given us, this is another very important lesson he's trying to teach us or maybe remind us about self-love. I agree. Trent, can I can I add to that? Because and I know it's going slightly back to the journalist, but actually it is actually part of this. I have to remind myself when I tell a story to not judge myself too harshly if somebody mm-hmm. doesn't like what I'm telling them. And just yesterday, I received a horrible note from a viewer because they didn't like the story I was telling. But it was the true fact. But I just had to remind myself, and I wasn't upset because I've been doing this long enough, but you got to remind yourself, no matter what somebody says, if you're trying to disseminate information, if you're trying to get a story across, if you're trying to share something and someone doesn't like it, that's okay. You're just doing what you're supposed to be doing. I'm doing my job. 
that's okay. So don't beat yourself up over what other people say. Just continue to lift yourself up and look at the next day. I love your thoughts on this. It's so interesting to hear a, a journalist, first of all, speak on these things. And then I just want to remind people that when we think that everyone should love everything we do, that's ego, right? That's that six-year-old in us that goes, everybody loves me. Everybody stop what you're doing and watch me do a dance. That's great when you're six. But there's a lot of, e as an adult, I've realized if I need everyone to think I'm right or perfect or great, that's me. That's my that's my ego, and there's no shame in having ego, per this quote, or judgment, but it is about releasing some of that ego, right? I mean, that that's yeah. what keeps me grounded, I think, it, you know, instead of a Hollywood actress who's like, oh, I'm so grand. Not that I don't have those moments, but I'm pretty grounded in the sense that everybody's grand. Everybody is fabulous. Mm -hmm. Everybody is special. All right, I want to thank Saul Rubinek. For reading that, for, for parsing that quote so well, because he kind of stretched it apart. And that was really awesome. Uh, Trent, where, where, any final thoughts and, and tell the people where to go. No, just uh, you have to watch video of Saul reading this quote because he's one of our more fantastic reads uh, on our social media accounts on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. And we have Sharon back for one more episode tomorrow. And we're Yay! so excited. Yay! So please join us again tomorrow for another episode of Quoting Gene Roddenberry. Thanks for joining us for another episode of Quoting Gene Roddenberry. We'd love to hear your thoughts on today's quote. So tweet us, post us, DM us, whatever. We're at Roddenberry on Twitter and Facebook and at Roddenberry Official on Instagram. Quoting Gene Roddenberry is a Roddenberry podcast hosted by me, Rachel True. And me, Trent Venegas. Producing are Claire Kramer and Kelsey Goldberg with executive producers Trevor Roth and Rod Roddenberry. Engineering and editing are provided by Elizabeth Joy Windham. And special thanks to all those who were kind enough to read a quote and give a voice to Gene Roddenberry's everlasting words. Live long and prosper. 